0: David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy, because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Look what dropped out of the sky, the Kansas Comet. Who knew? It's better than, certain far better than Haley's Comet, Gale Sayers <laughs> in studio. It doesn't get any better than this, does it? No, we don't you. have to
1: give him any introduction. You just say Gale and everybody knows the Chicago uh-uh. Gale Sayers and across yeah. the country. Thank How you right? very Gale. much.
2: I'm doing great. How are you doing? Great. Yeah. I see you have your event coming up this weekend. Yes, we do. It's, uh, it's on Saturday and uh, we got a uh, several good Players coming in. Uh, we got uh, Richard Dent, who j- just came and in, got into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Willie Davis of the Green Bay Packers, uh, Anthony Munoz of the Cincinnati Bengals, and Paul Warfield of the Miami Dolphins, and uh, Mike Wilborn of ESPN. He's a moderator, and for this for this year's uh, event. And the proceeds go to benefit. Goes to the Gale Sayers Center. The Gale Sayers Center is an after school program for kids. Uh, eight to sixteen, and it's c- computer training, uh, public speaking, and mentoring. And uh, you know, a-, a lot of kids today uh, they don't want to go to college, but we're, we're telling them, you know, uh, you know, if you if you graduate out of here, you can go to college. And uh, and so we're trying to talk to them all the time. Hey, you need to go to college. If you keep to don't go to college, you know, it's gonna be tougher you getting a job. And, uh, uh, so, uh, you know, hopefully they'll understand. And we got some good uh, teachers that teaching this, these words to these kids. Uh, how, how many students does that, a, do you attract? We, we attract, right now we have about 175 kids. We want to get that to over 200 kids. Okay. And where, where do they come from? They come, they come from, uh, uh, several schools around, uh, let me, what's the name of the, uh, of the, uh, of our school? Um.
0: I'm not going to give you any hints. We're going to have
2: to figure this <laughs> one out. Right yourself. Don't you
0: mean it's Gail Sears School? <laughs> the
2: the, the, the School. That's right. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> That's not the school of hard knocks, is it? <laughs> That's the school of fast feet and uh, shifty no, moves. Um, 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 I know where they can get some good computers from, though.
2: Yes, you will. And we we <laughs> got and gave them some good computers. And we didn't really have, and and they're doing a good job with those computers.
1: I mean, you yeah. could teach them. Basically, it's not just all about sports, because you got out of the sports world, started yeah. your computer company, and you have one of the top companies in the state.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the thing about it, uh, when you playing football or baseball or whatever it may be, you know, you, you think you're gonna make a lifetime, uh, you know, event out of that. But uh, I played 68 ball games. That's only about four and a half years of playing time. And uh, you know, it's I, I, I you know, I, I don't wish about anything. I, I when I, I to always told kids, as you prepare to play, you must prepare to quit. And you pre- you pre- prepare to quit by, you know, getting your education, you know. And if you can get that education, you know, th- that's going to prepare you to, to go to college. And if you don't get it, well, you're in trouble. But, uh you know, I-, I got my degree. I got two degrees from the University of Kansas, my undergrad and my master's degree. Those, those count as real degrees? Oh yeah, they do. Okay. Yes, they do, and and, uh, and so this and is coming I,
1: from Missouri, grad. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's okay. That's,
2: uh, but, uh, that's why I'm asking and, the question. And and, uh, and so I, I got my degrees and decided to be. I wanted to be. Uh, I wanted to find a field of the future, and I chose computers. And I, I got my, uh, you know, I, I my wife and I started our computer company, and we've been doing that for the last uh, twenty. Six years. Yeah, because when you were at Kansas,
0: the computers they had would fill big rooms. Yes, right, and big, big computers. <laughs> right, you know, and you know, and Univac that. and things like yeah. that. You put the cards in and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. You didn't have... Before the iPad.
1: Yeah. Before the yeah, iPad, right. before
0: desktop, before yeah. laptop, before
2: yeah. any of that stuff. Most of the schools, most of the kids are coming from Leo High School, 76th, 70, uh, seventy-six, seventy-ninth, oh. in and, and, okay. uh, um, the Hall State, okay. and, and um, the schools around there. And uh, they, they've done a good job. The Leo Lions, I remember playing when I was at Fenwick mm-hmm. in basketball. You were a Fenwick, fryer. Fenwick yeah. Friar. Fenwick Friar before they went ed. They got pretty good teams. They really do. We had the Heisman <clears throat>
1: Trophy winner from Notre Dame back in the day, Johnny Latner. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Kansas had a pretty good basketball player back in the day, Wilt.
2: Wilt Chamberlain was outstanding. And uh, he's
1: a little uh, older than you.
2: Yeah, a little bit older, but uh, you know he, he's gone now. But uh, uh, we, Kansas have had a lot of great basketball players, you know, Danny Manning and Jojo White and, and people, people like that, but, uh, Yeah, uh, yeah I know. never understood how Jojo White, a, a kid from St. Louis, ended mm-hmm. up at Kansas. And well, you know, it, it happens. You know, you, 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 go to a school and you go to a, uh, a, a recruiting visit and you like the coach. And, and, you know, he, he says the right things to you. And, uh, you know, and so, uh, um, you pick that school to go to. And then Joe Joe White did that, and then he became a, a great, great All-American at the University of Kansas and uh, then a great player at the Boston Celtics. He, yeah. he was unbelievable. Yeah. He, he was much better in the pros, though,
0: because I think Tex Owen was the coach at Kansas at the time, mm-hmm. and Joe Joe would bring the ball up and pass it around mm-hmm. and this, that, and yeah. the other. Yeah. And you could see in the pregame shoot-around, the guy could mm-hmm. hit a basket from any place on the court. But when the game came,
2: he didn't have those opportunities. Yeah, right. Then when he got yeah. to the pros. You're talking about, you know, why did he go to Kansas? Uh, when my senior year at, at Omaha Central High School, uh, my football coach wanted me to go to the University of Iowa. And he, he graduated from okay. the University of Iowa as a, and then he came back to Omaha Central High as a high school coach. Okay. Uh, and and I, and I and I believed in everything he said. And so, you know, if uh, if he said go to Iowa, I'm going. Okay, I I go on a three day visit to the University of Iowa. Jerry Burns was the coach at that time. He was looking he was looking for a kid. The fellow's name was Henry Carr, world class sprinter. Yeah, world class. You know, it, it, Henry Carr. And the only bad thing about that was that. He didn't. He didn't have the grades to get into the University of Iowa, but uh, you know, I, I was there three days. Jerry Burns didn't see me one time because he was after this kid. I was three days and he didn't see me one time. I said, Hey, well, hey, I, I, I'm not going here. There ain't no way I'm gonna go here if, if he can't, you know, be, take time and say, Hey, how you doing? and Shake my hand because if if, if he would have even shook my hand. I'm going there because my <laughs> my high school coach told me to, to go there. I'm, I'm going, but he, he I didn't see him one time.
1: Was this the Jerry Burns that went on to coach the uh, Minnesota Vikings? Yes. Blazers? Yes, it was. Yes, it was.
2: He he knows, but he knows. What does he say now when you see him? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Kansas football was pretty good even before you were there. They had had a team, I think, uh,
2: 1960. Mm-hmm. John Hadel, John and, Hadel, Curtis McClinton. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, Bert Cohn. Yeah, yeah, had some good, good football players. Yeah, they really in. Yeah. Now, now, did did you follow KU football as a youngster? No, no, I didn't. Uh I, the, the, the reason, the reason I, I win is that uh, I. People thought I was stupid, you know, in, in, in Omaha, Nebraska. But anyway, uh, I went, I went to, uh, the University of Kansas and uh, talked to the coach. I liked Jack Mitchell. He was a great coach. And, uh, he told me, he said, Gail, I want you to see a man in Kansas City. Okay. So we drove down to Kansas City and the fellow's name was Ray Evans, a good football coach. He was an uh, All-American. And he said, Gail, you know, uh, if you get your degree, I think I can promise you that we can get you a job after you get your degree. And, and no other person, you know, even said anything about that, about getting my degree and, and things like that. And so, uh, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I got my degree and I then I didn't have to go to, to see Ray anymore because I was playing, you know, football. And uh, that really, you know, made me, you know, like the University of Kansas because, you know, they they was concerned about me after football, not just playing for them, but after football. So, so
0: nobody came at you with bags of money the way that they do nowadays?
1: I thought George uh, Hales did. No.
2: <laughs> only, only, you know, they, they, back when I was playing, they gave you a pair of tennis shoes. Okay. You
0: know? <laughs> That's
2: about as good as it gets. That's right. <laughs> and then when you got
1: drafted by the Bears, I mean, that draft class in 65 was you and Dick Butkus, yes, I mean, yes, two Charles th- famers, and there was a third pick, what, Jack?
2: uh.
1: Okay, I can't remember. That's like a trivia question all the time.
2: Well, no, I'm, I'm trying to think who, who was the third. I thought the third one was a tackle. That's what I thought. Okay, but I, uh,
1: the name escapes me right now. Yeah,
2: but he I, 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 wasn't a quarterback or a running back or anything like that. It, I, I, I think he was a either a tackle or a guard.
1: I hope it wasn't a quarterback because the Bears can never draft
2: quarterbacks. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, but if everybody.
0: somebody had told you, okay, we're going to draft Dick, Butkus, we're going to draft Gale Sayers, mm-hmm. the next question is, okay. How many NFL titles is this team
2: going to win? Yeah. No, well, yeah, that's, <laughs> I, you wish you could say that, but, you know, the, the first time I ever met Dick Buckers, we were both at an All American uh, game in New York. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about, you know, the Bears, and, and I told him, I, I, th- I think I'm going to sign with the Chicago Bears. And he said, Well, I, I, Buffalo's looking at me, the AFL and so forth, and I'm going to take a. A little bit more time and see what they got to have, offer, and then I mean, finally he you know he 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 came back to, to the to the Bears, but I, I never heard of him in my life. He went to the University of Illinois. Never heard from him in my life. But after a half, after a half, I know why the Bears drafted Dick Buckets. because I mean he was a killer. I mean he he has hit me as hard in scrimmage than anybody in the game. He, he came to play the game, and, and and I came to play the game also. So you know, I whether I, he hit me hard or not, I don't make any difference. I'm, I'm still going to go get him, you know. But uh, but he was a great great football player in in college and in in the NFL. So we I, thought of that
1: guy's name, Steve Delong, our producer came up Steve with Steve
2: Delong. Okay, okay, you're right. You right. Steve Delong. So that yeah.
0: made Sunday of a piece of cake for each of you guys. You didn't have to go up against each other. Well, you
2: know, no, no. <laughs> Back then, they had a lot of great football players in the National Football League, and uh, and the Central Division was always a tough division. Minnesota, Green Bay, and Detroit. It was always a tough division, and um, we had some great, great games in that Central Division.
1: I mean, you had what Alan Page with the Vikings. You had Carl Eller.
2: Yep, yeah, yeah, Jim Marshall, uh, uh, who was the uh, the. Uh, Quarterback was um, Fran Tarkenton. Fran yeah, and uh, and you know, we you know we had Doug Akson, Atkins and a, a lot of great football players also. And then and, and the uh, Detroit Lions and they had um, uh, Alan Page, not Alan Page. Yeah, we had Alan Page at the, at the time. And then
1: Detroit at Len Barney when he yeah, wasn't yeah, singing. Yeah,
2: right, that's right. You know, but uh, it, it was a great conference. It really was. And every every game was always a, a dogfight. I'll tell you
1: what, one of my favorite movies of all time, sports, is Brian's song. Mm. What was Brian Pickle like?
2: Well, you know, Brian was a, he he always had a joke. It, it, and, you know, he, uh, he, you know he, he just was a, a guy that uh, laughed all the time and uh, uh, a, a good football player. When, when he came out of Wake Forest, the people thought that he wasn't big enough or he wasn't fast enough. And the Bears took a chance on him, and he became one hell of a football player. And so uh, I, he came to the Bears and uh, always had a joke, you know. And, and you know he, he was he was a fun guy to be around. And uh, after about two and a half years, uh, he he came down with, with the you know uh, a cough and they went in to see what was going on and uh, they found cancer. And uh, just uh, one of those things that uh, that happened, you know. And uh, it's, it's it's too bad because he, he was a, a good football player. So was, uh, the, the movie a fairly accurate portrayal? The movie was a hundred percent accurate. Uh, Jerry Piccolo and I spent about, I want to say two months with James Caan and Billy D. Williams and going over mannerisms of the Brian or the Gale. And, uh, uh, they did a, an outstanding job. Uh, uh, um,
1: Jeannie Morris wrote the book, right? Uh,
2: no, I, 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 I wrote, I, it was a chapter out of my book. And he, she did write a book about Brian, okay. but the, before that, it was a chapter out of, out of, out out of your book. Yeah, out of my book. But, and then yeah. they had Jack
0: Warden as, uh, Papa Bear Hallis. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He he was there. And, uh, but, uh, you yeah, know, but, uh, it, it was, it was, you know, it was a great time there. And before they put it on TV, uh, they had all the wives and all the coaches' wives and so forth come to Hallis Hall and watched the movie before anybody else ever seen the movie. And there wasn't a dry eye in the house. Yeah. I was right. going to say that that movie should have been sponsored
0: by yeah. Kleenex or some You're tissue right. company I, no, I don't know anybody that can watch that mm-hmm. and not be moved. That
1: and Luke yeah. Garrick's story, the two greatest sports stories I think ever written. I mean mm-hmm. and it was incredible. I mean just the closeness between you and a teammate there mm-hmm. and how the mm-hmm. teammates rallied around them.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Doug LaFone I heard him talk about I'm filming that movie from Rensselaer in the end, and he yeah. was—it's hysterical. He goes, "You know what? You had to keep James Conn away from the farmer's daughter because the farmer was chasing with a
2: shotgun." Is that true? Or is that done? I no, don't don't. <laughs> I, I don't believe that. <laughs> no. But no, but you know, but the players that they enjoyed, you know, you know, Billy Dee and 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 uh, um, the other. You know, for coming out, and uh, they and, and they did a good job. They really did. They did, did you know, did a real good job. And then
0: they did a, a remake of it. Oh, they, they, did, a
2: they, they did. They did one remake of it, and it wasn't real good. Yeah, it wasn't real good.
0: Yeah. So who's better looking? You or Billy D?
2: I think I am. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but no, the Billy D, nice guy. I really, I really liked him. And, and you know, only 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 bad thing about the whole deal, but we had to put, you know, a lot of padding. Around Billy D, because he only weighed about 145 pounds. You know, he was a, a small, small guy. individual. He really was, you know, and so we, we, we put a lot of padding around him and it made him look a little better, you know, so. But, uh, and, uh, you know, he he, he played a nice job. Did a good job.
1: Looks like you're, you're playing weight still, though.
2: Well, uh, I played about, uh, 205, and, uh, um, when I was, um, when I left football, I I, I was about, you know, 190. And so, you know, I, I, I mean, I'm I'm about probably 193 right now, and so I, I feel I feel pretty good. And I, yeah.
0: yeah. Now we yeah. were at the uh, Chicagoland Sports Hall of Fame dinner uh, last night mm-hmm. at Hawthorne, and the, people like Dave Casper from the Raiders, right. uh, Rocky Blyer was there, Barry Sanders who yeah. received the Gale Sayers Award, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm look I'm looking at a lot of these former players, and they're looking like old guys, <laughs> and I look at Gale Sayers and I'm going. Put a helmet and some pads and some
2: cleats on them. <laughs> and, and, and give me two million, and I, I'll be out there.
1: <laughs> you play. You talked about this Wrigley Field field being in such bad shape, and you said if you're on Astroturf, your numbers went phenomenal. Mm. What turf is in worse shape, the Wrigley Field turf back in the day or Soldier Field nowadays?
2: Well, they, they're both about the same, <laughs> Soldier Field and, and, and Wrigley Field. But no, but uh, uh, you know, Wrigley Field they, they did a, a real good job of. Really padding the the, the the infield and and, and the outfield, but uh, uh, the only time it got real bad is when it rained because all the side would would, would come up and, and you're slipping and sliding around there, and uh, it, may, it made it a little difficult running the football when you when that had that side side you know they, they can't tie it down or anything like that to just put it down, uh, on 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 a, on a Friday on a Thursday and uh, we had to play on it. In terms of being elusive,
0: does a guy like Barry Sanders fall close to you, do you think? Because you were about as elusive a a football player Mm -hmm. as there ever was, whether you're returning kicks Mm -hmm. or punts Mm -hmm. or just coming out of the backfield having the ball handed off to him.
2: No, I I think when people ask me about Barry Sanders, uh, I think Barry was the only person that could run like me. Uh, He he, you know he could have these moves like I had the moves, and he did all that with with the Detroit Lions, and uh, uh, and he's he's in the Hall of Fame, and uh, he was a great great football player. But uh, you know, as I said last night, you know he had a chance to break the the rushing record, but he decided to quit, and uh, you know he wasn't injured. You know, and I I asked him several times, Barry, why are you critting? And he said, well, you know, I just, I don't want to play football anymore. He wasn't concerned about the records or anything, but if he played, if he played two more years, he, he has set all kind of records. Yeah. No, I he, mean, all kind of he records.
0: He would have broken Walter Payton's yeah, record. Yeah, Jim, you know.
2: Jim Brown. You, know, he, you name it, he uh, would have had it. And yeah. the fellow from Dallas. Emmitt Smith. Smith. Emmitt Smith. You know yeah. what?
1: I'm not a big Emmitt fan. I mean, me, me neither. Because here's the situation. Yeah. Emmitt had a great line. Richard yes. Dutt and I talked about yeah. this last yes. year. We sat and had dinner. He said the five greatest running backs mm. of all time. Mm. He's not in it. He said it's Payton, Brown, Gale, OJ and Eric Dickerson are the top five. And I think Jim Brown agreed with him. He said these are the top five of all time. Mm. Emmett had that line. Anyone with any talent could have ran behind that line and got right. numbers. And yep. I'm pissed at Emmett because what he did at the Hall of Fame last year, mm. charging $500 for an autograph yep. here. Yep. What's your feeling? Of, same thing. Hey,
2: same thing. No, you, you, you don't. You know, those are your, are, your, are your fans, and you just don't do that to, to them because they you know they, they made you what you are because they they came out to see you all the time. But uh, you know, yeah, he, yes, he was good running, no question about it. But yeah, he he wasn't like Barry. Uh, he wasn't like Jim Brown or Eric Dickerson. You know, no way. And and you you left out one, and I, I loved him because he hurt people. Um, for uh, for the um, oh god well, Earl, I, Earl Campbell Earl Campbell oh, yes he was an animal <laughs> he hurt people I tell you because he didn't run he didn't he didn't care about running over people and that's why he's in a wheelchair today you know he didn't he didn't care about that because he he came to that land and he was killing people boy he was unbelievable we yeah. interviewed Earl him, Campbell we he interviewed was, him
1: two years ago and yeah. it's it's sad because yeah. all he remembers is Bum Phillips. And that's it. He doesn't remember who his teammates were. This guy yeah. took a beating off. Yeah. No, finish. he
2: did. No, he, he really did. But uh, I'll tell you, uh, he didn't care. He came out there to play football.
1: He was a better runner than Peyton, but Peyton mm-hmm. was better all around.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looked quicker, you know, much faster, but, uh, uh, but but he just ran over people. And it was unbelievable the way he carried that football.
1: They said Jim Brown would do that. Jim Brown would step on the people's chest when he was running. Love.
0: Jim, Brown, Jim was Brown was what, 230? Right, 230. 230. Going against defensive backs who yeah. were maybe, if they were big, they were 175, yeah. 180. Uh, uh-huh. it, it was, it was hey. like having a defensive lineman <laughs> with speed in the backfield. It, it, it was incredible. Yeah. He would hurt
2: people running over him. I'm going to tell you right now, because he, he was that good. You
0: know? He'd still hurt people. He still keeps himself <laughs> yeah. in shape.
2: Not bad. Not bad. Yeah.
0: Now... I don't know if I'm in the minority, but when people say, "Okay, who's the best Bears running back of all time?", I don't say Walter Payton; I say mm-hmm. Gale Sayers. Mm-hmm. I think what, part of L- Payton's legacy is being an all-round player, having a, a tremendously long career.
2: Do you get involved in that conversation of? Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't. Only thing that I, I say when when they wait talk about you know who's the best running back, I still say that Jim Brown is the best. You know, but I'll agree uh, with you there. But you know, um when I played the game, I ran back punt returns, I ran back kickoff returns, and there's been many, many times when I, when I, when we go out there the first, first quarter, and um I, I run back a kick, kickoff return for you know maybe 30 yards or so, then I come back to the huddle. I'm carrying the about the first four plays. You know, so you, I, I had to be in shape. No question about it. I had to be in shape, but but I did it in high school and I did it in college. You know, so I, I didn't didn't bother me if I was going to run a punt return back or a kickoff return back at the beginning of the game because I, I knew I had to be in shape and I got my got myself in shape. But you uh, know, but no, I, um, you know, Jim's I think Jim's the best, and you know OJ's in that in that category, and, uh, and I just uh, uh, it's ha- I'm playing only sixty eight ba- games. I'm happy to be a part of the te- top team. I'm yeah. happy to be part of it. That's all but, right.
0: But in those 68 games, yeah. you had enough impact to get into the Hall of Fame and leave a lasting legacy that guys who last, you know, 8, 10, 12 yeah. years in the, in the NFL do. Mm-hmm. Like
1: Sandy Koufax in baseball. Mm-hmm. Short
0: career, but yeah. brilliant. Exactly right. Exactly right.
1: The right. only thing you to do is play defense. Why don't you play quarterback? <laughs> like Chuck Benarik, who we had.
0: <laughs> he, he got to play center and linebacker. That's not right. quite, quite the same as... Uh, <laughs> Running all over the field, offense and defense. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, Who was your favorite football player of all time when you were watching football?
2: Well, you know, uh, when I was watching football, I, I did not have a TV. You know, I, every very seldom did I, I watch the pros play on TV, and so uh, uh, and um, I, I had a chance to meet Jim Brown uh, one time, and uh, when I was a senior in, in, at Kansas, and uh, you know, he sitting the you know, I heard you're a pretty good football player, and you know, and uh you know, um, you know, make sure when you come to training camp, you come in shape because that's 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 where you're gonna make the team in training camp. You're not gonna make it in playing uh, exhibition games. You know, they they want to see what you do in training camp, you know, for blocking, and catching balls, and things like that. And so, and I I took that advice, and uh, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, probably made me a better football player. You
0: know. So, was it easy your first training camp, or did you come in with apprehension? Uh, in
2: 1965, uh, that was the last year of the the uh, players playing in the the bowl in Soldier Field. College, all-star the, the, the college game. also a game. Yeah, that was the last year they did it. You know, and I and, and I, I got a little injured on on, on, on that. But um, uh, Otto Graham was the coach at that time, and you know, and I, I told him I, I kind of hurt my knee, and he said, Gil, I you know, uh, I, I don't think you hurt your knee, you know, so I, I'm going to sit you out, and I'm not, and I'm not going to let you play in this ball game because I don't I don't think you hurt your knee." And I said, oh, "Okay, fine, you know." All right? And so um after the ball game, got in my car and drove down to Rensselaer, Indiana. And uh, I went in to talk to Coach Hallis. and he, and he said, "Gail, you know I know you had some problems with uh Coach Graham." He said, "I'm gonna judge you by what you do today, if I, and, and that's it. You know, and that, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even talk to you about that what happened to you at in, in the All Star game. I'm gonna just judge you by what you do on the field." And I, now I got his ear. Okay, and so uh, we had some decent running backs and things like that, but none of them was as quick as I was, was as fast as I was, couldn't catch the ball like I could catch it, and couldn't make moves like I could move. So I, I knew that if George Hallis gave me a shot, you know, I would be a starting running back. I, I, I just I knew it. I felt it because I could I could see him in practice hey, There's no way these people can beat me, running and, and things like that. And uh, the third ball game of the season against Green, up in Green Bay, uh, you know George Hallis. He uh, uh, he would always you know go out uh, before the game and so forth. Then he would come back into the to the room and he would uh, name the names of who's going to play. And and, and You know, he called the tackles and the (laughs) guard and all that stuff, and you know, and I was the last one to be called. He said, "Sayers, you're gonna start today." You know, I'm nervous now. You know, so but uh, it it worked out all right. Okay, you know, they they beat us, and but I I scored on on a 65-yard touchdown run and caught a couple passes and so forth. And uh, but when the Green Bay came back to Chicago, we beat them. You know.
1: What did Adam Graham think? He was still in the war or something? Because wasn't he a
2: veteran in the military? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, you know, but I don't know why he, you know he 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 wouldn't take my word for it because I I did, I did hurt it you know. But uh, uh, he he said it, you know. I don't think you did, and you know, so you're not gonna play this game. I said hey, okay.
1: And you had George Allen as an assistant coach, right?
2: Yeah, a good man. I mean, he's he tough, but he, he' good, good football coach, and he, he did, did a lot of some good things for the the teams that he, you know, coached after he left the the Chicago Bears. Did a hell of a job.
1: I heard he was one of the finalists for the Bears head coach, and went to Ditka. It was Between him and Ditka,
2: I, I don't know. I, I I don't know, but they, hey, it could could have been good, good choices been. either way. I That's exactly say. right. Yes. Uh huh.
0: So, would you like to play in a Mike Martz offense? <laughs> No, because yeah, they're, they're talking about Forte as if he's you know the next great running back, and I'm yeah. going. He, he's a good running yeah, back, right. but he he's a replaceable part. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, well, you know, you know, think about it. You know, I, I, he, you know, the quarterback is is throwing the ball. I think too many times to uh, Forte. I, I really do because now uh, you know the, the the wide receivers are just. Flying downfield and nothing ever coming to him. He may catch three passes a game, you know. And, and that's you can't do that. You, you know, you, you got receivers and they got speed and they can catch the ball. You got to throw it to them. You got to throw it to them. You really do. And so I, I just hope you know they can change that.
0: You know. Well, and also if you keep throwing to your running back yeah. that often, at some point.
2: He's gonna get hurt. Some plan, I'm telling you. Yeah, because he he's gonna be looking at the ball, and some little little uh, outside, you know, defensive back gonna cut him down. Boom, and he's and he's over. He's over. Exactly. And and that's yeah. why the Bears
0: don't go out and say, okay, we're gonna give you a couple bushelfuls <laughs> of of money now, because you're gonna stay healthy this right. season, next season, season after that. No, no. It, mm. It's a very cutthroat industry. Yeah, it is. It is. And mm-hmm. I know
1: you're involved with the Gridiron Greats, Gail. Mm-hmm. With this new collective bargain agreement, what did the retired players get? Because no one knows.
2: Do you I, know? No, I don't know. You know <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. You know, but you know, I, I, I believe we got something. You know, and uh, um, it's going to take a little time to figure it out. But I, but I, I believe that the, the veterans got something. I, I, I really do. And, but I but I really don't know. As
1: long I, as Gene Upshaw didn't get something out of this deal, <laughs> that'd
2: yeah, be a good but, trick. No, but you uh, know, I I don't I, I don't know what it, what it is. But uh, um, I, I heard that you know they they did get some 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 money to to help them out in, in their with their pension plan.
1: What do you think about these concussions? Do you think it's the real problem, or they are making more of it than it is? I mean, you got Dave Duerson here. All of mm. a sudden, he's denying people, and all yeah. of a sudden, now they're making him a saint saying right. he had the concussions. Wilbur Marshall basically told me he's full of, you know what, hmm. Dewerson.
2: Yeah. No. Well, you know, uh, yeah, you, you can get a concussion playing football, no, no question about it, and uh, um, I, I, you, you, you'll see many defensive backs you know, go for the neck and the head. Now, I'm, I'm glad they got a rule in there. You know that, that if you go do that, you are gonna get a, a fifty thousand dollar fine or, or you out of the game. And I and I, I wish that they, they would. If they did something like that, hey, you got two games that you are gonna be out of this out of this league. You know because you know you, you don't. You know the game is tough enough. So why do you intentionally try to hurt somebody? You know, they, they, this, this fellow got a family there, five kids, you know, and he's trying to make a living like you're trying to make a living. And they, and you're going to try to hurt him? No, you, you, can't, you can't do that. And I I, I would say, you know, just suspend them for, you know, two or three games. Mm-hmm.
0: And then some some of the players that try to do some of the hurting ends up, they, they're the ones who get hurt. Mm-hmm. You, you see a play like Sunday, Major Wright leads with his head. Right, yeah. And... Once upon a time, and they probably still teach it this way, you don't lead with your head. That's right. But again, when Gale
1: was playing, they went for your knees. Didn't coaches tell the players, take Gale's knees out?
2: And, and that's, they should. And I, and I had no problem with that. Because in, in high school, you, know, you have a big fullback running down the field. Our high school coaches say, you know, they can't run without their legs. And we we we're down by the ankles trying to chop right. them down, you know, and 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 they will come down, you know, and so and and the players today they they, they should be doing this. And now I uh, don't don't tell anybody this, but we'll keep it a secret, please. <laughs> you know, if I was a football coach, no, please don't tell anybody. If I was a football coach, I would tell my defensive backs, you know, no, no. Seventy-five percent of the receivers, and a lot of the running backs too, wear no pads on their on their legs, none on their legs. Hey, he comes yeah. he comes to that line. Hey, yeah. you you <laughs> cut him at the legs, and and, and when he he one of these days sort of putting pads back on. And but the, and it, but the NFLs told these people that you got to wear leg pads, and they still not wearing it. You know, but I, I would I would tell all my my defensive backs, hey, you see, hey, he got no legs. don't pads on, hey, go get him, you know. But they, you know, they, they,
0: they, somebody. And yeah. they used to teach you look at the guy's hips because he can't go any place without his hips. Right. F- follow his hips and then hit him low. Exactly right.
1: Thank you very much, Gail. Again, <laughs> do you want to tell us about your event this Saturday?
2: Well, it's a Saturday, and you can get tickets if you do use my website www. GailSayersCenter and you can get the, your, your tickets. Um, white Eagle the, is that word? White, white Eagle in, in Niles? Niles, yes, uh-huh. just
1: down the road from here. a yes, uh, Nice is.
2: place. Good food. Good food. So, and, I and, bring and my white Good food and drink. And we have we got a lot of nice people coming, and you, you'd be surprised. You, you have auction items. You got auction items. You got um, uh, a lot of really good um, football material that a lot of kids would like to get. You know and uh, so uh, and big kids and big kids. So it, it's going to be a good evening. You, it really will. And the people that go there
0: can ask some of these folks for autographs, oh, and they yes. won't get yeah. turned down. Yeah. I saw, you know, last night at the Chicagoland Sports Hall of Fame, mm. uh, a couple of guys asked Barry Sanders for an autograph, yeah. and yeah. and no, 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 no. Yeah, and well, the, I understand the one side. You don't want to give away something for nothing, but yeah. when you go to an event like mm-hmm. that, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: You're already paying for the event. You're what paying else? for the, the event, exactly
0: right. Yeah, and, and it takes a guy twenty seconds, and mm-hmm. you can make a
2: friend for life, That's or, right. or make an enemy for life. Yeah. You know, flip a coin. What do you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we, but uh, you, know, the, um, you know, Barry doesn't do a lot of autograph signing. Yeah, he did not at, at the at the money at, places at the shows. So yeah. yeah, you know, but uh, he he's still he's a nice guy, nice okay. guy. But uh,
1: thank so, you very much. Gail. Okay. It was a pleasure. Thank you. you. I appreciate it.
0: Thank
2: you. That Continued
0: success. Thank
2: you.
1: Bears Hall of Famer Gail Sayers. Thank you again. You're listening to Sports and Torts. When we come back, we're going to have a laundry football player coming in whose brother also played in the NFL. What's her name again, Elliot? Yeah. Yashi Yashi Rice. Stay tuned.